This is a call to those who want incredible success, but do not necessarily want to get filthy rich. You want to help others, be purposeful, and enjoy all life has to offer. Welcome to the Inbound Marketing Revolution. This is Dow of Inbound with Ion Garlic. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dow of Inbound. I'm Ian Garlic. Ian, like Ian Garlic, like the spice. And this episode of Dow of Inbound is an interview with Los Silva. Los is an entrepreneur, a hustler. And when I say hustler, I mean hustler in a good way. Hustler, someone that keeps working, keeps pushing a true entrepreneur that keeps getting back up. And you'll hear Los's story. Um, you know, if you look through history and you see really those that succeeded, it seems like, well, that was easy for them. You don't see the hustling. You don't see how they got there. You know, you take a look at Thomas Edison or uh, Colonel Sanders. Yeah, that's a great story. I mean, you want to talk about hustling? The guy took his chicken fryer and hustled it across the country back and forward at 65 years old to get started with Kentucky Fried Chicken at 65. So, you know, you never know when the hustle is going to pay off. For Los today, you know, you can tell it's starting to pay off. And the guy's had some tough times and gotten back up. And that's what I love about this story. And you look at some of the philosophies that we've talked about in previous episodes, flowing with it, going with the flow, seeing what's coming and just going over it, uh, not knowing what's going to happen. And that's an important one. You can tell Los doesn't know what's going to happen with things, but he doesn't. He doesn't have super high expectations that it's not going to fail. So he doesn't get super depressed. He's just like, hey, that's what it is. But he keeps pushing, keeps growing, keeps building, keeps scaling. And that's his website, buildcrowscale.com. Another thing, uh, you know, that we're going to end up talking about is deal making and hustling. And Los, we'll talk about some of the deals he's made, some of the ways that he's gotten to the top, including uh, just got $50,000 in sponsorships for their event. And it's a, a very young event. And they don't have a huge name out there for themselves in the event space, but he still hustled it, made those deals, made them happen. And he's going to give you some great advice, no matter what you're doing, whether you're starting a business or trying to change the world with your nonprofit, hustling and taking Los's advice can be applied anywhere. So listen to this, listen to his advice, listen to his story, get inspired and keep hustling. So I'm here with Lo Silva. What up? We're at Pig Floyd's. I have to talk a little loud. Listening to some uh, <laughs> some nice '80s. Yeah. A little groove in the heart. Uh, we're having a few beers. You know what I think is cool about this, and it's really the power of not only what's going on and being an entrepreneur, is that we can go out and no matter where we are, we're getting business done. Yeah. But having a beer. 
and getting stuff done. And I think that, I mean, when you talk about hustle, that is where it's at. Is you, you got to be working all the time. You got to be everywhere always. I'm yeah. working all the time, thinking about it. I was just looking into. Uh, I'm about to start jumping in heavy on Periscope. You, yeah. You, yeah. It's kind of like the other mir- the Meerkat opposite thing, but I think Meerkat's a little bit more just for startups. They've kind of like owned it. Twitter owns Periscope. I'll just go with that. You yeah. know, if I'm gonna put my content out, I'll I'll put it on Periscope. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna start kind of doing a lot more of that, tying that into our new YouTube channel that we're doing, breaking those down and putting those into a podcast, breaking those down and making them small books. Nice. Just pure content cycling. Awesome. So, you know, for you guys that are not in the internet marketing world completely, Los is deep in it. And both of us will talk a little techie talk. Uh, I guess you can Google the stuff when you get home. Uh, look, but uh, look, tell me a little bit about like how you got into the internet marketing. I'll start, I guess, five years ago. I had a almost six years ago. I had a home automation business, and we did uh, custom home theaters and um, automation company type stuff for commercial properties. Like we did the House of Blues, we did some stuff in Disney, and um, the economy. The real estate market kind of like took a dump and i you know my business kind of took a dump with it we were doing very very big homes and our builders went bankrupt and you invest money before you do the wiring in, in your business and in, in those homes and so i lost i lost a lot of money and i actually at the same time i had no idea about any of this but i tried to build a software with like a company and stuff and i spent a bunch of money it was software and hardware i didn't know what i was doing i just so i lost money a lot of money at the same time and uh, I had to reinvent myself and I, I honestly didn't know what to do because no one would accept me like no one would give me a job because all I had done ever was work for myself which I don't see how that's a horrible thing it's a great thing but whatever um, and so basically I, uh, I started using LinkedIn and started connecting with people and I started saying that I was good at social media I wasn't but, uh, but I started saying it, and I finally got a client, and actually, this client specifically, we were able to take her Facebook page back in the day when this was you know, easier to do with images and things like that. We took it from about 8,000 to 56,000, and I helped her create her first webinar, which made her $40,000, and now she's a best-selling author. I'm not gonna say it's because of me, but I'm not gonna say it's not, <laughs> you know? Uh, and then from there, I just kind of kept going and getting deeper and deeper into this, I, I said, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I still didn't know what that was, and so I started meeting people, and I started learning about funnels, and then I, I learned that like the m- most expensive thing is like figuring out the back end of a funnel, right? And I didn't know what that meant, but I, when people would ask me, what do you do? I'd be like, oh, I'd figure out the back end of your funnel. And then I realized that, that actually means like I'll build your entire funnel and I'll create like a sales sequence on the back end of that to maximize revenue for your business. And I again got an opportunity and it was okay, but then I got another and another and you know just kept putting myself out there and now I that is actually what I do and you know I have a digital education company that uh, creates education and software products and we have sent people into our events and masterminds teaching them how to build, grow and scale their businesses. Nice. Um, 
It's a solid, solid 90-second pitch. That is an awesome pitch. Uh, you know, what kept you going? What, you know, I didn't have any other options. Straight up, I, I, I've never in my life had a job. Ever in my life. But you're when, always when working. I, when I was 16, I was the number one salesperson at like a internet marketing uh, phone room type thing. I was crushing everybody. And then from there on, uh, I saved some money and I was like, I'm going to go to school. And then I started selling video projectors. That led to electronics and that led to me building that other business. And I've never had a job. And I'm always working, but I'm always hustling. I'm always building things for myself, not for anyone else. You know, we talked a little bit before about like, just getting in with these people and, and talking to people and talking to more people. You know, everyone wants to, I mean, the, the funnel is important. But it, it's it's also about connecting with people, and and what do you think is the key that you had to connecting with people to making these deals? I think the biggest key is being genuine, and I know that sounds super cheesy and shit, but it's because people can smell you, and you can smell people like quickly, right? And if you have nothing to offer, if you have nothing to give, then people don't want to be involved with you you know the, the first thing I've always done is kind of like think about the person first and know like I don't know I've, I kind of feel like I have this sixth sense I'm, I'm very good at this business development and like deal making thing I know if I'm gonna like you and my first intention is not so much like how much can we make together it's can we be friends for a long time and if we can I already know that I'm gonna make money with you but if we can't then that's cool we may have a issue, you just may not be my style, I may not be your style, but I go relationship first, and then I see where the gap is in your business or what we can do. A lot of times that, that just becomes organic. Who do you work with? You work with your friends. You do business with your friends, you know? When I was, uh, when I was in school, I, I was in uh, this fraternity, it's called, you know, there were SIG Eps, and I remember one, I remember, forever I'll remember this one of a few of the guys were like I'm only here to connect with people I don't care about school and I was like why you got to go to school he's like no if I meet the right people here they'll take me where I need to be I don't need to have good grades I don't need to have all these other things and I've realized that to really scale your business you can do whatever you want you can spend all the money you can and we do and we have friends that do and you know you can certainly build a business by grinding on it but you can scale a business by building big network relationships it's the same thing with a job right like if I if I'm trying to be a, if I'm in a, a sales position and I connect with the guy that has a, one of the largest sales companies here and we become best friends I'm kind of gonna skip the line and I'm probably gonna become the VP right just because we're close and then I got to prove myself but that's all it is it's just you get the opportunity you prove yourself and then that relationship keeps going and then you meet another friend and friend and if you take it relationship first prove yourself second you always be good but you always got to prove yourself and how do you go about proving yourself I mean how, how have you proved yourself because obviously it is, you know there's a philosophy out there that you know fake it till you make it but it, it, there's a lot of hard work that goes I think into it's it. more fake it till you become it you know you, you fake it till you make it because you don't you haven't had the opportunity to become who you think you can be and that's that's how you prove it you know when you have opportunities you you don't take them lightly like a lot of people they're like oh yeah I got this thing it's pretty good like no it's great and it could propel me to something else and something else and something else what am I doing to really 
captivate this person to make them go, hey man, you're actually probably a little bit better than what I thought on this, but I've got this other thing. That's what I've done all my life, is just grow by being good at whatever is in front of me. I don't know anything, but I can learn anything. So I'm not really scared about it. I think that's where people fail. People don't want to actually learn, and then they don't want to actually do. If you do both, you're a million miles ahead of everybody. That's awesome, yeah. You know, it, it's so true because people are like, well, I don't know how to do that. And nowadays, you can go learn anything, anytime, but then you have to do it, too. I had a, I never knew how to sell stuff online, and I sold video projectors, and at one point, I was the largest Bose distributor on the, on the United States. Never knew how. Then that went sour, and I just, I decided to start a, home automation business. I didn't know the difference between a receiver and a subwoofer and the, you know, whatever. Uh, I learned it. I Googled it. Eight hours a day reading, listening, going to CEPro.com, just like finding things out. I didn't know how to outsource someone. I outsourced it the first job I got. My first job was $140,000. I didn't know how to fulfill all that. I learned. You learn by doing. You do not learn by reading and, and BSing yourself that you're accumulating all this knowledge. Your knowledge is meaningless unless you apply it. And that's that's the biggest thing that I think that I do and that people that do good things need to do is like, well, what are you gonna do about it, you know? We're built, we, we've been building e-commerce businesses. We, we didn't know how, now we do, now we're good at it. Never knew how to build the funnel, phenomenal at it now because I built so many for big people. $50 million businesses, you know, and it started at nothing. It always starts at nothing, and that's where people are like, ah, oh, well, it's at nothing. Yeah, but I mean, it, it only takes time, you know. We're trying to break through the records that we have now, and we feel horrible that we can't achieve them yet, but they take time, and they take learning new things. That's just what it is. Yeah, it, I always feel, you know, ABL, you always be learning. Mm-hmm. Always care, you always learn. Um, and another thing is that there's everyone thinks well I didn't originate that business or you know someone's already in that space or or, you know I don't know enough about that but nine tenths of the jobs that are going to be out there ten years from now haven't been created you know and nothing's been created so who's going to learn it the person that goes out and hustles and how do you get over that fear of of hustling that fear of, of making that deal. And it seems to me you're making a lot of deals. I mean, you have to you have to connect with people. I think you either have it or you don't. I think you're someone who is always scared on themselves and thinking, oh, well, I don't know, and you're always giving yourself excuses. You're not gonna succeed. And if this is you listening, change, change your mindset. You know, and if, and if you're the other kind of person, it's just about perseverance and just knowing, hey, it's just a numbers game, right? It's the same as I had a friend a long time ago. We used to go out bar hopping, and he would talk to 15 girls. And I'm like, why are you talking to so many girls, bro? And he's like, someone's going to listen. That's, that's all it is. It's the same thing, you know? That's how I started on LinkedIn. I would send about, I would personally send 100 messages a day minimum someone's gonna respond you know and that made me actually very good at like business development and cold emailing and cold calling and I never was good at it. I just you teach yourself and you work through it and you learn 
you know and then and that's the that's how you that's what a real hustler is it's it's someone who just says oh, I'll do it I'll figure it out there's that just is what it is we're throwing a 500 person event now um, in May I've never done that in my life but there's so many new things that I've I didn't know I didn't have to do it the right way and you know I've taken a dive on a few things that they didn't work out because I just didn't know I'd, I needed to do them that way next year we're already committed to doing a thousand I don't know if I'll get 500 people but I know that next year I'll get a thousand because I've learned so much that's just what a hustler does they just put themselves in positions I like to be in positions where I'm, I'm in a sticky situation because if I'm in a position where like I've got it all I don't, I don't want that because then you're just relaxing and if you're relaxing someone else is hungrier and they're going to come crush you in you know this idea of hustle it, it gets a bad rap people think well they're a hustler you know they're trying to take my money whatever or B you know they don't know what they're doing uh, what do you say to that I think a hustler is just someone who works hard it's not it's not like a street tough that's like trying to take your last hundred dollars I mean yeah I guess that's another variation of it but I think a hustler is just someone who's working hard to, to get what they need and what they want you know that's how I look at it you know it's it's someone who is just putting in the time and working harder I look at it as someone who's working harder than you you know, and we, you talked about mindset too, and you know, I, I think, I mean, from what I heard you say, it's like you're afraid of doing it or you're afraid of not doing it. And you know, we were talking last week, and you're like, I'm, I'm afraid I'm not working hard. And I, you know, maybe that is that the fear that drives you not working hard enough and missing an opportunity. Okay, I, I want. Uh, I don't think I'm missing an opportunity, as in like fear of missing out, like the FOMO thing. I don't. Because I don't want to take on new opportunities. I want to focus on what I have. But I feel that I'm not working hard enough to expand my my personal and business brand for like my partner and I. I feel like I can do more to put us on the map in a bigger way. And I'm actively going to be doing that now. You know, And it'll take more time. And it'll take me sleeping less. And it is what it is. I'm, I'm willing to put that in right now so I don't have to later. But at some point, any, everyone has to. Everyone that's thinking about this dream of like, yeah, I'll just kind of work and just kind of be extremely successful. No, you won't. You've got to, I'm successful, you're successful. We're still working right now. No, oh, yeah. I will I will go home this evening and probably, you know, my, my we're getting our house painted and my wife and my daughters are staying at her mom's. I'll, I'll probably work till one in the morning, gladly. Because I love what I do though. You know, there's a lot of people that hate what they do, and you shouldn't do shit you hate. I love what I do. I would do this for free. I, I would meet with, well, I mean, we're really good friends. But, but you know, I, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would do what I do for free. Now, because I learned to love, I, I love what I do. I love the business, I love the people, you know, and it, it energizes me. Uh, yeah, and do you feel like, a lot of people say, well, I'm afraid of leaving my job because of, of lack of security. But obviously, you've had you haven't had that security, but you have more security because you can. I got a work. job. I got I get job offers all the time because because LinkedIn, right? Like I'm always getting recruited or whatever. I got a job offer one time for like a CEO position. It was like three hundred thousand dollars plus bonuses, and I was terrible. I actually considered it. It was like three years ago, and I was like, man. I told my wife, I was like, I think I'm gonna. This is pretty legit. 
um, we had to move to, like a horrible city, but I was like, hey, what are you, what are you gonna do? Like, we'd be rich in that city. But but then I was like, you know what? That's terrifying. What if they're like, nah, never mind, these. You're out. Like, I, you, you know, that company controls my income. I don't care what position I'm in. I don't own that company. I don't. I, I, and, I and and maybe this is pure ignorance because of me, because I've never been uh, any. I've never been employed. But I just look at it as like, wow, you can at any point just tell me no, and you just take my money, and I'm done. And I and, and I don't have anything, and I don't have leverage, and I don't have a brand, and I don't have an audience. And I don't have any. You just be like, you're done, buddy, and I gotta figure it out from there. You cannot. You can't do that to me. You can't do that to you ever. Yep. It's a great feeling. I will always make money every single day. That's. You know, and, and and the people that normally that, that have regular jobs, they don't get it because they're like, oh no, I've got security. I feel like it's extremely insecure because I don't know what you're thinking. I know what I'm thinking, and it, and if I really need to, I'll just go do something to make more money. Simple yeah. as that. It's so. I've seen that so much where people are like, well, I want the job secure. I want the job security, and that's such a false security. Because they they feel like you're not, you don't have security. Like, yeah. Secure is, you're super secure. Yeah, because you're not just secure. You have, you're responsible for other people's security. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's like, the scary part. That, yeah, that that's what stresses me more out. Yeah. Wow, like it stresses me out, but it also kind of makes me happy. I like having people that I like can give bonuses to and 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 can help them and put them in a culture that's like, hey, listen, man, like our, we have a distributed workplace. We couldn't have an office if we tried. We've got people that live in Reno, Arizona, Tampa, South Florida, Tam- uh, Tampa already. Different our media buyer and our uh, developers are in Tampa, Russia. And so we just can't have an office. But we have retreats. We're all meeting in Miami in June. You know, we, we we do what we can to like connect. And it's very like, listen, I don't care about what you do in your day. But by the fifteenth. We're releasing this new feature. You know, I don't care what you do in the day, but March 26th, we're launching this product. Like, and that's how we work. You know, and we have our calls. We have our two weekly calls a week, and we go through everything, and it works for us. You know, we just opened for our software business. We just opened an office at WeWork in uh, New York. Um, more, more so, honestly, to connect with new people and kind of like meet new relationships and get new. Uh, maybe potentially do some integrations from our from our tool but yeah man i i i i, I enjoy that it's weird because i always at first i was like oh, i just want to care about me 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 and then you're like nah i kind of want to it's barely about me i actually yeah. work for other mostly for other people and the, the biggest thing about me which i think is the biggest thing about most entrepreneurs once they hit a certain level i just want to see who i can end up being mm-hmm. you know i don't yeah. really i don't necessarily want to make 25 million or 100 or whatever I want to see how far I can go how far I can take myself you know that's a great feeling I mean you're helping other people and you know you're giving people an opportunity and you're giving them a great workplace I mean literally their homes and you're letting them do what they want as long as they work hard and providing them job security plus improving yourself that's what I feel like life's about is, is you know giving back and improving yourself, seeing how far you can get, seeing how uh, you know how you can put the bar and jump over it. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, we've talked about really what I mean. You've learned and learned and learned, but you're really good at deal making. 
really good deal making. I mean, it, it's it, it's obvious because that's the only way to be able to get to where you are. What do you think are the keys to to making deals? Not trying to make deals. Honestly, if you, if you try to make deals, you're not gonna. You know, if if you try to build friendships, and I'm not gonna say relationships and give value. That shit gets annoying to me. But if if you try to build friendships, a lot of people that I've made hundreds of thousands of dollars with are my best friends. And people that I'm making more than that with are my best friends. And that is important to me personally as a person. You know, like, I don't want to work with people. And and I'll be very upfront about it. At first, like, I'll do anything with anybody, right? But, like, I'm at a different point in my life. I only want to do things with people that I value as potentially very close friends and I'm actually brutally honest about it nowadays when I talk to people like I, I tell people listen I want to be in this relationship but I see us five years down the road having a barbecue with our kids together if that's not something you look at I don't want to be I don't I just don't have that much time you know and if, I, if I'm going to put time into you because I'm putting time into you you're putting time into me that's fine but I'm putting time into your family your relationships your stuff like I'll be there for you you know like as a close friend and every and I think that's what's kind of catapulted me because I'm genuine as shit about that and people love me and I don't mean it in like ah oh man people love me. like people love me because like I love them back I'm very sentimental and like I'm, I'm a certain kind of person and you know, I'm, people see through it if I was a bullshitter I'd be out of the game you know but you can't you can't you can't hang being a bullshitter so I think that's it man I think it's about Build the friendships and the deals will come, you know. And if and if you're if, if you're hustling to make deals with people you don't know, then find the real gaps. Find the gaps. How can you how can you help this person? And what is it? I just closed. Um, I did about fifty thousand dollars in sponsors for a new event, uh, and I only say that because I did it all cold email. But I found a list of sponsors of previous events things that made sense for them I hit him with a very indirect general question on Twitter to take it to email the email took him to a phone call and then on the phone call I was like what do you want to achieve what's your business's goal well we want to do this and this cool listen I'll I'll do a webinar with you I'll promote you on stage we'll work together on this project I didn't do a one like oh yeah well this is our packet I, I, don't, I don't I didn't have a packet. let me see your packet now nah, let's get on the phone what do you need? You don't need my packet. You, what you want to, why do you want to give me money? There's an exchange of value, right? Like, why do you want to give me money? Well, honestly, I'd like to, I'd like to see if we can get your 500 people to maybe get to know us better. Why don't, why don't we do an interview and a webinar? No one cares about your booth. I got people that are paying us money that don't even have a booth. You know, I got JetBlue that's interested in sponsoring us next year. I'm, I don't even fly JetBlue. You know, but. They're like, yeah, because you, you find the, the gap. Like, this is what I would love to have. And this is how I think you guys can serve me. Okay, well, let's do that. Let's not, don't send me paperwork. Get on, let's get on the phone. You know? Too, people are too scared to get on the phone, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm seeing that a lot. People are afraid to get on the phone now. That's like, where people like me and you forth. just come in and crush everybody. Because I'll get on the phone. Yeah. And media in person. And, and that's the key to social media, too. And all this other stuff. All this stuff... Uh, I feel comes back to that personal relationship and you, you, you gotta still have that personal relationship 
Yeah, that's the thing. Too many people just hit each other on social. They're like, yeah, what are you doing? It's cool to talk. Like, I, I meet up with people. Yeah. And I'm quick, right? Like, I meet up with you, and I don't. if I don't think there's value or relationship there, I'm, I'm out. Like, we're not going to hang out again, you know? But if I do, like, I'm going to hang out a lot. Yeah, like we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so tell me, tell me about the event coming up. Build, Grow, Scale. So we have an event called Build, Grow, Scale Live, and it is, uh, simply put, we're teaching three phases of business. We're teaching for people that are entrepreneurs that are looking to build a business, people that are looking to grow their business that already kind of have something, and people that are looking to scale their business, and that's uh, getting to seven or eight figures. Um, we have great speakers that are going to fit the mold for all three, and we're going to talk about everything from service-based business, software, and e-commerce. Because we have a service-based business, we also have a software, and we have e- multiple e-commerce businesses. So we talk the talk and we walk the walk, and we're not just, you know, the, the big thing about events is you, you get all these bloggers, and, and most bloggers are great, but they're basically just writers. They don't make any money. They don't really do anything. And then they have an event, and then they just talk about giving value and being a positive person to the world. And it's like, that's awesome, but that does not pay your bills. That doesn't buy your house. That doesn't pay for your gas. You know, what does? It's like growing your business. Well, how do I grow my business? Well, we'll actually keep tactics. What do you need to do for Twitter? How do you need to do Twitter ads? What do you need to be doing on video? How are you scaling your, your physical product business? Are you on Amazon? What channels are you leveraging? What are you doing, you know, mentally to, like, build a better team? How, what are you doing with your software? How many, how, how's your churn? We're going to focus on all these things. And, you know, we're, we're only going to have people that do it. Because, I mean, if you get anything out of this whole, you know, podcast, like, we like doing it. Yeah. We do it. Yeah, you got it. That's so key. You know, I'm doing this podcast because I do this stuff every day. Yeah. And you do this stuff every day. And we know it works and it doesn't work. You know, I heard it the other day. uh, You know, heard someone talking about logical lies. And there's a lot of people that out there make you feel like, hey, this is going to work. But if it's not, if you don't do it, you don't know if it works or not. And don't follow, you know, a lot of, I can tell you a lot of stuff that works. It may not, it 100% may not work for you. But you will not know until you do it. So I could be BSing you technically. Because if you do it and you're like, oh, that didn't work for us. You know, that's just not what's going to work for you. A lot of people try Facebook ads. A lot of people fail at Facebook ads. A lot of people do content marketing. A lot of, I don't know your business. Yeah. But you do. And you'll find what works for you. Who has to come to this? Who, who, who do you feel like is like that one person that like absolutely has to come to the real S- Service-based businesses, um, not so much the plumber and the you know the the carpenter, which actually you would get some some great information from. But the entrepreneur, the coach, consultant, software marketer, um, bootstrapper, and uh, the person that's building an e-commerce business, we're gonna have we're gonna have something for all of you, and it'll be very catered. Uh, to helping you grow your business. And it's gonna be very interactive. Do you think if someone doesn't have a business yet, it'll work for them? Yeah, because you'll know how to start one from from good points. Nice, nice. So, uh, you know, we're gonna stop right here, um, but we're gonna keep talking because I wanna talk a little bit about your brand and rebranding you. Yeah. You know, because Los, and I have been talking for a long time and you know we talked a little bit about deal making in this and really when I see Los you know he comes always to the table with great ideas knows how to do stuff and knows the people that do things 
but the one thing that he does better than anyone else, and that's what's accelerating, you know, that's what's accelerating your growth. As you look at it, if you're like, what's the X factor? The one thing, it is the deal making. I think a lot of people have a lot to learn from that because everyone's looking for the one hack to their funnel. The one hack, you know, the silver bullet here and there. But it, 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 I would say, if, if anything, the silver bullet is the deal making. We looked at it, I mean, in our business, our best referrals come from deals we've made and they make deals with good companies. I, you know, how, you know, and, and I think that you have such an opportunity to teach people because you're obviously awesome. And we've talked about some different names. So tell me about a couple of, like the ideas you've come up with, you know, for what's your brand? Well, for the podcast, the one that really sticks out now is the art of the hustle. I think that's the one I'm going to go with. Probably like .fm or .tv just to figure out whatever. But uh, yeah, that's that's the one I think I'm going to go with because at the end of the day, you can be very, it's a general name and then we can expand on a lot of different topics because I want to talk about different things, deals, you know, psychology, I'm very into that, um, sales, you know, marketing, you know, and it's just working and working hard and getting out, getting out of your business, getting out of your business and you know, as weird as it seems, but the more out of your business you become, the, the more you actually can let it scale. Um, and the more out of your job you can get, the better off you're probably going to be building your own stuff. So, you know, talk about a lot of that as well. I think that that's something that will benefit people a lot. Yeah, I, I, you know that I love the idea of the art of the hustle. And it's funny because I've heard a lot of people say, well, you know, with my system, you're not going to have to hustle anymore. And that always sends up red flags to me. I'm like, but what's great about what we were talking about previously is that you love to hustle. You love to do it. If you're not, if you don't find something you like to hustle at, then you have to go find something that you have to find that thing. That's the only way you're gonna do it. Yeah. Because yeah, there's that one in a million person that gets lucky. You know, what else? I mean, what do you feel? you bring to the table to someone that's a, a good entrepreneur why should they go to you and not someone else why should they come to build growth scale live and not something go to the other event why should they talk to Lowe's why should they work with Lowe's I think they should talk to everybody and see you know honestly we may not be a fit to work together we're pretty picky on the people that we work with and the, the, the big reason on why you should listen to us is, you know, Tanner, my business partner, and I, I'll say it again, we do it. And and we've worked hard, and we will continue to work hard to be positioned as the best people in the industry, and that's what we're working for. We're working towards, and we, we want to help create 10,000 new businesses, whether it's from digital uh, education, which we've done, uh, whether it's from e-commerce, which we've done, or whether it's from software, which we do, you know? And if we can teach you and, and help 10,000 people build a business, then, I mean, we, we want to make an impact, and we we don't just want to make money. We'll, we will we'll make a ton of money doing it, but the impact of my daughters being like, oh, yeah, he he's helped over 10,000 businesses build something 
that's uh, that's like powerful. That's more than like, oh, my dad sells insurance. No offense to the insurance guys, but you know what I mean. Like, I don't I don't want to be just a guy that like does a thing. I want to be a guy that makes something pretty powerful. Leave leaves something behind, you know. And I and I I've worked with top. I I work with venture backed startups all day long. I've worked with companies that have been funded with 50 million dollars like i don't work with mom and pops honestly i'm probably going to be terrible for you if you're a mom and pop because i'm more expensive than that you know and and i know how to scale things and i'm not going to scale a small local restaurant in poughkeepsie you know but if you have a software business and you have an e-commerce business it's probably a good idea to get on a consulting call with me and i don't say it in a conceited way but i say it because like i put the time in to become amazing at this um, but as far as like listening to your podcast, listening to your top level stuff, you know, it, I kind of think of it as like, at what level? I think is the podcast is going to give you motivation. I think it's going to give you motivation, and it's going to give you strategy. You know, I want I want to motivate people. I want people to walk in on, you know, listen to it on Mondays and go. I'm ready. To, I'm ready to get it this week. And I want to have a strategy. Like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do what he's been doing. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to talk about stuff that I do. And what worked and what didn't, you know? If something bombs, I'll let you know. I have no fear sharing things that are horrible with, with us. We're actually tying this into a blog of uh, how we're growing something new that, that we've been putting together that's going all right, but we want to kind of be a little bit more vocal about it and share revenue numbers and share everything. We're going to have a blog about it. Um, it's at buildgrowscale.com. And you'll be kind of able to see how we're growing one of our new software tools, which my goal is in the next two years to get that tool acquired. I don't know. It's not acquired for like $100 million or anything like that. But I mean, get an acquisition through uh, through that. Because I've never done that. And I, I, I think that I can. And I, I for sure know that we're doing the best we can to build a very amazing tool. We've got extremely good developers on it. We put a lot of time and effort into it. And, you know, we'll, we'll see what everyone else thinks as, as it goes. And, you know, we'll put our stuff out there and show you the good and the bad. And I think that's why you should, uh, that's the main reason why you should listen. Because we'll be very honest about it. We're not going to always get on the, on the microphone and be like, hey, it's a perfect day again. Because that's not life. That's yeah. it. I mean, and that's a great thing to talk about, like the hustle. I, I, I think that, you know, like we talked about before. I think the hustle is being a hustler, like just moving all the time, but it's also part of it's getting back up when things, because inevitably things are going to not work. Yeah. Inevitably things are not going to work perfect, and that's where the real hustle comes in. I mean, how many times a day or how many times a week do you think that that happens, that you just got to be like, brush brush off your shoulders, get back up, and, and do something else? At least twice. At least twice, three times a week. I mean, we've got so much stuff going on, we're always taking a dump on something. And it's, you know, it's it's not anything that we look at in a negative way. We're just like, all right, well, what do we not do to make that never happen again? You know, we we don't mind failing. The more you fail, the more you'll, you're closer you are to figuring something else out. You know, we just had, uh, just to be honest, the sales page that we had on our Build, Grow, Scale Live bombed and it was converting extremely poorly. 
we had a new page redesign and we had a new copywriter jump in and it's increased it by 26% already. So, you know, we, the, the, we feel ridiculous that we never just changed it immediately. We're like, no, let's see what it is. That's probably, a, you know, it's like time or something. No, it's a horrible page. We needed to change that page immediately. And now we did and now we feel great about it. And, now, you know, this is going to be good. So we're excited about that. But, yeah, I mean, we fail every day. What, uh, I mean, have you thought about any other names for the podcast? How'd you get to Art of Hustle? What, I mean, why do you feel like that's it? Because I've thought of every other name under the sun, and I, <laughs> I don't want it to have the word hacker in it. I don't want it to have, I, I would like it to be the art of the deal, but Donald Trump owns it, and I don't want to get sued. So, <laughs> the art of the hustle sounds good enough. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's, I just gotta, I just gotta figure out a name ASAP so I can launch this thing. I don't want to be stuck by like, oh, well, I don't have a name. I don't. I'm not gonna waste my time. I'll call it Peter Pan and the Biscuits if it's gonna be whatever, you know, just so I can launch this thing. I just want to get it out there. And that's another thing. People are always taken to, oh, well, I don't know, you know, this, this doesn't sound. I don't care what it's, whatever, man. I'll figure. Out. If it's honestly a horrible name, I'll, I'll change the name a few months later. I just got to get a name, figure it out, close the door, and keep moving. Nice. Yeah, that, and that's what the hustle is all about. And you know what's funny? Yeah, it, exactly. It, it, it's, people are so scared of, of things failing. But then you look at, okay, what's the most regimented thing in the world? It's military, right? I mean, everything is boom, 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 boom. But Patton said, you know, the most successful military commander arguably of all time said you know a plan executed violently today is much better than a, a perfect plan next week that's so true it's like well, if you, a lot of people that leave the military when they're done they don't know what to do because they're not being told every second of their day and, and what's funny is at the top level they're like you get stuff you just put it out there and if it doesn't work it doesn't work yeah the only way you're gonna find out and what's I mean what's really cool about our businesses is what's the worst that's gonna happen? You lose some money. Yeah. You're gonna find a way. People, people freak out too much about money. You can make money back. Yeah. That's it. You can make money back. You can lose money, make money back. Just don't spend too much. <laughs> Just don't be afraid to make money back. Yeah. Yeah, I know that you, I mean, you're gonna get up there every day and do it. Don't, I mean, don't lose it and be like, oh, well, I lost it. That was it. Lose it and go make it back. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. My, uh, I mean, I grew up in that type of environment. My parents started businesses that became ultra successful. Something happened, they lost it and started back over. Just met with a client today. He's been at the brink. He's been at seven-figure business, and it, and then it would drop off. And he's like, I'm quitting. He wouldn't quit, but he, you know, there's those days that you... You're like, I'm quitting today. I'm quitting yeah, today. Yeah. And you just had to put one foot in front of the other. And, and, and that's really the art of the hustle. Yeah. It, it, it's getting out there and talking to people and doing what you got to do. You know, if you got to clean the toilets, you got to clean the toilets. You're not going to do it all the time. You shouldn't look to cut the, the corners to clean the toilets and save five bucks. You know, well, I, it, you were known for one thing right now. Like you were just all of a sudden, I'm not say you died, but you disappeared. Like you're like, you know what? I'm taking the family. I'm leaving. And if you're like Lo Silva, 
everyone's going to talk about me. They're going to say this one thing. What do you want me to know? Honestly, I would love to, for it to be something different, but probably the truth is people would be like, he's the most connected guy I know. That's how people introduce me. You're a maven. I, I'm telling you, I feel like the maven has to be in there somewhere. You know, a lot of my buddies call me the mayor because they're like, you know, you fucking know everyone. Yeah, I, I, I get called that too. <laughs> yeah. Nice. We can have the two mayors <laughs> making a show. The two mayors drinking. The two mayors. Two, two mayors and beers. <laughs> oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm going to cut it off here because we're going to have some drinks and some food. We're at Pink Floyd's in Winter Park. And uh, this is our usual spot, so don't come hunting us down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What I loved about our interview with Lowe's too is that it's in a restaurant. It's at Pig Floyd's, a great barbecue place in Winter Park. And I'm trying to eat less meat, but that place is really, really good. Um, but we, no matter where we go, we're talking business. I meet with Lowe's on a regular basis to talk business, talk ideas, get things moving, get deals made. And it's a natural part of it. It just happens because we love what we do. We love continuously trying new things, continuously getting up, flowing, going with the flow, and you don't know where it's going to go. But when you accept that, you know, it's great. And that's what's awesome too about being an entrepreneur these days or doing your own thing is it provides a level of security, like Lowe said, but also provides the ability to go and do things like that. Go have a bite to eat and get work done. And you don't feel like you're trudging through it. It was just awesome. It was a fun time. But we got work done. We got stuff done. And I think that's really what hustle is about, about going with the flow, you know, like water. It's just always happening. And no matter what happens, you're always flowing towards something and getting stuff done. So thanks for listening to the Dow of Inbound. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Lo Silva. Uh, we've got a lot more great interviews coming up. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. That's the Tao of Inbound. T-A-O of I-N-B-O-U-N-D. And I'm Ian Garlic, and I'm looking for you to subscribe, rate, and review my podcast. Besides doing that favor for me of subscribing, rating, and reviewing this podcast, let's do a favor for you. Get started on your hustle. Get started no matter what, you don't have to know what's going to happen. You don't know have to know the outcome. Just do something this week. So next time you listen to this podcast, you can pick something else up, knowing that you can apply what you learned next time and next time and next time and keep growing, keep building, keep scaling your business, keep scaling your efforts, whatever it is. Thanks for listening, and I'll be talking to you next time. <laughs>